everybody to the second season of the life choices podcast uh today's guest is mark lalore i've heard it pronounced many different ways yeah <laughs> um Laylor is actually how Laylor. it should be pronounced but i'm so used to it yeah i've heard it lalore Laylor, ooh la la lalore <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um yeah that's it's cool that's fine. that's cool um so uh we typically do a quick little like uh synopsis about you know what the guest is kind of like doing or, or where they're at or where they came from um just real quick like maybe like 30 seconds a minute of of who you are what you're doing yeah so um i was born and grew up in south africa um came over here 10, 11 years ago, um, always had a sales background. Would I sold cars in South Africa, sold cars in London. Um, and I think the reason I went into sales straight out of schooling was um, I was always grinding as a kid. I would always have to go and get everything myself and, and I wasn't given too many, too many opportunities. I had to go and force them, you know? Um, Grew up in a in a single parent home, lost my dad just ten or so days before my third birthday. So um, yeah, so always had to go and go get something you wanted, go get it. And I think that's why I went into sales. Um, and it's worked, you know, it's great for me. Like I said, in South Africa as well as in London, did that for a couple of years um, in London. That is, and then unfortunately my working visa expired, so I had to go back to South Africa. But my the, so, sorry, the travel bug had bitten me then. And mm-hmm. my goal was, okay, I've got to do something. I cannot stay in South Africa. I've got to do something. And stumbled across yachting. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, it's always a conversation. And um, yeah, went flew to Europe and did that for just, just over a season. Sailed across on a little 40-foot catamaran. Ended up in Annapolis, flew to Fort Lauderdale. And I've never really left South Florida. Uh, okay. Real quickly, only because you brought it up, and if you're okay talking about it, uh, you lost your father when you were three? Yeah, just before my third birthday. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's like a huge thing. Yeah, that's that's big. That's life-changing. You know, yes. that, that obviously, yeah, you get dealt the cards that you get dealt, and you have to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, unfortunately, I was so young, I never really got to know him. Right. Um, but lots of photos little before video and unfortunately showing our, our age yeah, but okay. but um yeah and and it, it sort of molds the the character that you'll you know you'll one day be yes. um having having just a single parent i had a couple stepfathers along the way um but yeah it's it's, it's mostly a, a single parent home and um having to help with the bills pay yeah. the bills you know cover the expenses in the household those are some of the things you have to do um, so yeah, forced me to grow up at a, at a younger age, I would, I would think, um, and had to be a lot more mature than, than maybe I, I needed to be and, and is okay because it, it's helped me see things, um, a little differently at all times, just having to know, okay, but what are the, what are the repercussions if I go and do that? I, I cannot just think, all right, I'm going to go do something and life will work its way out. I had to, okay, if I go and do that. And I just quit my job for argument's sake. When I was a young man, 
How am I going to help my mother pay her bills? Be, oh, being I, aware of consequences correct. Uh, with regards to the actions yeah. you might take yeah. kind of weighed a bit more on your life. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. It, it, it helped me always try and be the best at whatever I, I, I participated in. Um, I was a pretty good athlete at a young age, great at track and field, um, and I always had that in my head of you've got to do your best. You've got to make your mom proud. You've got to, you know, try and go to that next level. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's life. We, you, you have to adapt, and I think people don't understand or value how important it is to be able to adapt because change is coming whether you like it or not, and people don't like change. Inevitably, change happens Correct. every single day in our lives. Correct. And it's, it's uh, how one deals with adversity, which creates or molds the character that they're going to have in life. Yeah. So mom was awesome. Mom, right. mom was great. Yeah, she Mom's raised great. four kids. Yeah, four. Yeah. I was, that was my next question: is siblings <laughs> and where where yeah, you yeah. are on the ranking of yeah. the siblings. Yeah, so I have three sisters, um, two older than me. Wow. Um, one one younger than I am. Not knowing that, which I did not know before, uh, is quite shocking uh, because I can only imagine what it would be like not to have a, a full time father figure uh, growing up. Knowing you as the person you are, I would not assume that that would have been your, your background. You don't hold, it does not seem like you have a chip on your shoulder due to what had happened at a young age. It does not seem like you are, there's many different paths you could have taken due to your situation, sure. the cards you were dealt. And you <clears throat> clearly took a path of uh, struggle, but with uh, a good mindset in order to get you to where you are now, which is, in a very good place. Yeah, no, very, very good place. I, I couldn't be happier. But um, yeah, again, you, I think it goes back to those choices, knowing knowing the repercussions of, of the choices you make and where you're going to end up. So um, knowing that, hey, I, I need to become something or mm. back when I was at home, my family would not maybe make it or make it a bit strong, but at least not flourish you know it, it would, would be, be more difficult if you did not choose to be less carefree and more responsible at a time in your life in which you Correct. shouldn't have had to be yeah 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 so that's admirable that's very uh wonderful uh, for a son you know your mother probably really appreciate it your younger sister probably really appreciates it um it it speaks volumes as to how i would assume you're going to bring up your children when if you know, all of that sort of comes into your life. <laughs> so you have a six-year-old. I do. And I'm assuming because of what you had gone through as a young man, you're probably a wonderful father, attentive, helpful there. Yeah. I, yeah. I do my best. I'm, I'm in best. his life. I try to be in his life every single day. Whether, yeah. And unfortunately, because um, his mom and I are no longer together, mm -hmm. um, thank God for FaceTime. Right. Um yeah, I get to see him on a daily basis and chat and talk and, and laugh and um, speak about when we're going to see each other next. And, and we, we, we share him, so it's not that I don't see him for a long time. I see him, you know, pretty much 50% uh, of the time. And, um, yeah, it's, it's we just came back from a nice little vacation for two weeks in North Carolina. Nice. Um, so, yeah, we've I spend as much time with him as I can That's because cool. I didn't have that, you know, as, it, as you mentioned. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's, uh, it's important uh, again, your reason is, is, you know, was taken from you rather than, you know, someone leaving. Um, I grew up 
my father worked seven days a week pretty much. Uh, he was uh, taking care of, you know, three boys and a wife and a house and all, all that. One cannot understand that until one is in that position yeah. of having to fiscally be responsible for other people, uh, food on the table, electricity, all that sort of stuff. Um, and my dad worked seven days a week. Uh, I, I had a lot of things I, I didn't go without. I was very, very fortunate from that aspect, but never understood the appreciation value of it until I left home. Once I moved out at 19 and had to fend for myself and realized that there isn't always food in the fridge, lights don't go on and the phone don't work yeah. if you don't pay your bill. Your life's not that easy. It yeah. is not. No one, no one gives you the memo <laughs> when you're a child or a teenager or even a young adult in your 20s. The realities of life, which is it's fucking hard. Clearly, no one makes it out alive. Yes, you're supposed to have some fun while you're doing it, but don't be fiscally irresponsible. Um, take care of your own and help others if you can. But no matter what, it's going to be hard. And that's not a bad thing. Guaranteed, yeah. Yeah. Because I think you can probably contest to this is the hardships that anyone goes through in life creates the great individual that they are now. Correct. And I assume besides, uh, you know, losing your father at a young age, I'm sure between then and where you are now, there had been many hardships. Many obstacles along the right? way. Yeah. yeah. That's life. Exactly. Was there, was there any other one that was very prominent or that you look at at? in a positive way, like, you know what, I'm glad that that adversity happened because I was able to push through it and now I'm here. Yeah, I mean, one that probably stands out the most was, um, it, you, you may think this a little crazy, is um, my stepfather was murdered at the age of 15. I was 15. Hmm. Yeah, I, I remember I was still really irritated with him. I was, I was pretty angry that he didn't pick me up that day from school. And he just never came home. I walked home um, and wasn't that far. It was probably four miles or so. But um, it, you're a 15-year-old kid, teenager. Teenagers are teenagers, you know? Mm -hmm. It's all about me. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll never forget that. I was, I was so irritated that he didn't pick me up um, as he was meant to. And about 6 p.m. that evening, there was a knock at the door. And he had, of course, he had house keys, so it wouldn't be him. And it was the police. And my mother saw that it was the police, and she asked me to take my little sister and just, you know, stay in my room. And then I heard, heard her say hello, and I heard, heard her say, okay, thank you. And then I heard her, you know, scream. Um, she, was, she was in a state, as you can imagine, when you hear that about your husband. Um, and then she came to us and gave us a hug and we just stood there for a while. I remember just thinking, what, what, what do you mean? You know, what do you mean he's dead? So, um, yeah, and, and that was that. And I remember, again, young, didn't know how to control my anger. I had a golf club in my room and just started smashing things. I remember that, you know, just anger, just can't believe what just happened. And you're wondering, you know, who, who killed him? What happened? Um, story was he was, he was hijacked. Um, and he's coming off an exit. I told him to take an exit, and they shot him behind the head. There was two guys in the car, one in the front next to him and, and one behind him, and they shot him in the back of the head. That, that'll definitely change change mm -hmm. your life, you know what I mean? 
So when when you have you had someone come into your life and was then you, the two of them, as I know now, two people in a household contributing financially goes a long way versus you know one person and having it then taken away again um, is is a big a big step back and not just that actually having a, a male role model or just someone else in the in the house that gives a different perspective instead of just one one parent you know um, so that was that was the next biggest one probably that that I experienced and I was like well okay life is real they'll come at you real fast um, so you can never just take anything for granted you have to always appreciate every moment and every day so well, yeah. while you have it yeah and and it is tough because as we are young people teenagers or young adults we do think solely about ourselves sure. i mean i thought solely about myself very close up until late 20s to be honest with you and it's when those massive situations happen that that hopefully you can step back and and then realize the importance of the time you had or the time Definitely. you have with someone um that's two massive adversities. Yeah, my, my poor mom, she hasn't had much luck with, with men. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to give your mom a hug right now. Like, mom, yeah. I'm thinking about you. Love you. I love what you did over here because this is a wonderful human being. Uh, honestly, you, you've always been very warm and welcoming with me. I, I know we've not, like, really hung out that much. Mm. But the, the times that we do talk uh, have always been important to me. And I'm blown away by the information you're, you know, you're giving me and sharing right now. This is, this is massive. Uh, I've not gone through something uh, on that level when it comes to people close in my life or young in my life. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, you know, lost my dad five years ago. I was obviously in my, I remember that I was in my, I was 39 or 40 when it yeah, happened. Yeah. Um, I was 39 actually, cause it was mm -hmm. the summer before, uh, which is easier to deal with you know, when you're an adult, sure. but you still have that still tough. loss. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I talk to him regularly. I, I give thanks every day that he's out there watching over me. That's my belief. Um, I mean, damn kid, you've yeah. gone through some shit. Yeah, man. It's, but that's life. Like, like yeah. I mentioned earlier, it's, you, you have no saying, you know, what kind of cards you'll mm -hmm. be dealt and yeah. you just have to play them. You, you if you don't adapt, you, you you'll, you'll leave well, earlier. Yeah. You'll wither yeah. away. So, yeah. um, you, you need to take it, deal with it, and do it in the right way. And then um, you have to be stronger for it. And you right. have to push on and then take those lessons. Appreciate life, appreciate every day, appreciate opportunities that may come your way. Mm -hmm. And, um, and don't, <coughs> don't shit on ones that do. Correct, yeah. yeah. And, and appreciate those around you and, and choose good people to be around so that you, know, you make the most of, of every day. Yeah. Life, life throws itself at you when things are going good and something i've learned in the more recent time in my life is that i don't have control over 99 percent of what happens on a day or in my life what i do have control over is my reaction correct to yeah. my emotions so if you're aware of that and you're able to go at adversity when it comes at you not losing your shit and trying to kind of backstep a little bit when something happens to figure okay why is this happening how can I react to this? If I react this way, is that really going to help me there? Or if I do it this way, you know, will this happen? The way you reacted to your situations, uh, without a doubt, I have to imagine, helped your little sister. Mm. 
because you could have fallen apart. You could have lost your mind. You could have taken that golf club and gone Motley Crew on, on other people sure. yeah, yeah. rather than just the room, uh, yeah. which would have put you into a worse situation. You know, your, your calm demeanor has come through growth, I'm sure. You, you always want to so. be a good person. You don't want to be the guy that is not approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it takes time and I'm still working on it because we all have our issues. We all have, you know, some things that set us off and, and you have to be able to deal with that. And it really doesn't serve you any good if you lose your temper in any situation, really. Even the worst, it, it doesn't serve you any good. You have to do your best to, to stay calm. Excellent point. Uh, I came across this thing the other day. I think I was reading uh, one of my books back there. And it said, if you feel like you're not in that mindset of what you're comfortable with, if something has come at you that is pushing you off of your emotional stability, is to, in that moment, step out of yourself, look at something or think of something that calms you down, and put some time into thinking about why you're allowing that to alter your current emotion. Because that's what we're all full of, regardless who we are, man, woman, old, young, we all have emotions. Whether we use them, whether we uh, admit them, we all have them. And if something has come your way to knock you off your happiness, you have to figure out why are you letting it? Because it's usually an outside force coming in at you. Um, Figuring out how to deal with that is difficult for most people. I tend to try to put myself mentally where I was when I was traveling around the world because I've never been happier than when I did that trip because every day was new. Every day was on my schedule. I wasn't having to do anything for anyone or at any time. It was all about what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. I was very calm and very happy. I get triggered often when working on a vessel by certain positions and learning at 45 and 15 years in an industry, how to manage my emotion when that happens is difficult. Sure, It's always going to be there until you look inside and try and figure out why you're allowing that person to affect you emotionally. Not easy for most people. Most people don't even know that they need to look at that and try and figure out how they can live today differently and not allow that person to fuck with their head. Sure, they just, just think... You give me a hard time, I'm going to give you a hard time. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, instead of just being... That person's obviously dealing with something, which is why they are the way they are towards you or whatever. And it's hard yeah. because even though I do live a life now of calmness and understanding that I shouldn't let other people affect my emotion or react poorly to my emotion uh, in the heat of the moment sometimes, uh, I, I do something that later that night i'm like fuck dude you know better (laughs) yeah you know better you should have just said okay sure no problem doesn't mean you're less of a person sure doesn't mean you're cowtailing to them it just means that you weren't allowing that negativity to come into you and you were okay and just saying sure no problem and your day wasn't affected but we're human we make mistakes correct i would say try and learn from other people's mistakes um if it's something small and, and you're not going to put your life at risk, then yeah, you could probably make the mistake and learn from it. But um, when you're out in the streets or in the bars and clubs and 
yeah, it's not the best place to be to maybe be making mistakes. Yeah, I mean, stand up for yourself. Sure. Stand up for others who cannot stand Definitely. up for themselves. That's an important thing in my life. Uh, help others who need it. Um, I believe we're here to help others, uh, which will help yourself in, a, in, in the long run. Um, but you, you do have to have that ability to think in the moment of where will this reaction place me? Yeah. And those who, who don't, and do end up down the wrong road, uh, that could end them up, worst case, in, in jail or, God forbid, dead. Um, and I think we want to make the most of whatever time we're given on this rock. We don't know how much that time is. And when we make... Making mistakes is good. Sure. Because <clears throat> every time... Without a doubt. Yeah, you, you have to. That's how we learn, uh, you know, how one gets up from their mistake. Again, is character building. Uh, but try not to look for it and if something's coming up in your arena maybe be uh mindful of what the repercussion could be uh this is all very difficult stuff for most people sure. because things happen you know in an in instance and in order to react that way i think you had to have gone through stuff in your past to realize correct what's what, coming what could happen if, yeah. if you do this or that Understanding situations when you're in them is, is difficult, but if you keep that level-headedness and understand, okay, wait a second, I can do A or I can do B. B might be the better choice here. I might look less of a man to some people, but who gives a fuck? Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a big thing that we can chat about is other people's interpretation or impression of you doesn't fucking matter. Sure. It's how you look at you every night when you go to bed in the mirror. That's Correct. what's yeah. important to me. And you're a very uh, strong-looking man. Um, you are a very capable man. Uh, but I get the sense that in those situations, you care less about what people think of you because you realize the, re the, the reality of what the situation could cause. Sure. And over time, I've had to work on that and, and get there. I'm a father. I don't need to put myself in a place that's going to take me away from you know my kid. Um, so... Yeah, that's it's all about thinking. Unless he's in danger, it's a very different story. Near as a parent, you don't think; you just go. Mm -hmm. um, but if if I can avoid the situation, let's go walk him away, or you know, even if I, even if he's not there, just avoid it. Um, it's not worth it. End of the day, and there's only so much I think you can you can teach yourself without actually experiencing it either through someone else or by yourself. A thing that I'm learning. Uh and it, I love that we talk about this, how, how at our stages in life, we're adults. We have responsibilities and we're still learning. And I think that's what's important. Uh, and for people who are listening and watching to understand no matter what they're going through, it takes time. Correct. Nothing happens overnight. Kobe Bryant didn't become Kobe overnight. It was decades of hard fucking work. Um, everyone that's watching this right now uh, in 2023 uh, you know, in 2033, if they watch this episode, they're going to be like, wow, look at where he got. And Correct. It's, it's again, I'm in a 10 year process in my brain of where I'm going to get to. And it's with everything in life, becoming a better human, becoming a better friend, becoming a better son, a better brother, becoming a better everything. It takes daily practice of figuring it out. Um, it's not easy. We live on a rock that is difficult in a world that has obstacles constantly 
and navigating through it is very difficult when you become wealthy financially it doesn't clear the problems it makes life a little easier to deal with the adversity that comes at you yeah we've talked of some heavy stuff already yeah very heavy very heavy <laughs> very heavy which is which is fine that's what we're here for I, I find that the podcast is very therapeutic for both the guest and myself i get a chance to talk about things that maybe you wouldn't otherwise talk about and most people sitting in that chair feel very comfortable uh sharing with our audience which i'm very thankful for so thank you for for that because those two situations in your youth is is not what most people uh deal with but hearing that a visibly strong individual who they're seeing on TV right now has gone through those things and survived. I think that's the bigger picture and that's the bigger message here is, is getting to that point. Definitely. Um, Not just survived, thrived. Thrived, exactly. <laughs> there you go. And and you are thriving because we talked about this off camera a little bit, which was funny because you had reached out to me the other day uh, being that, you know, I'm doing a podcast here for, for a fair bit and uh, and you're you're starting one which is an interesting avenue to go down. You would know. <laughs> I would know. Uh, when, this when this episode airs, uh, it'll probably be close to 30, close to the 30 episode. Uh, there's some statistic out there saying that uh, you're in the 5%, 5 percentile of podcasters if you make it past 22 episodes. Uh, nice. Think about how many podcasts are out there, but then think about how many podcasts have tried to be out there, individuals who want to do this, but might not have the information or the realization of what the, goes into it. Yeah, there, there's a lot. It's hard work. It's, it's time consuming. There's a lot of information and a lot of learning, uh, especially for someone like yourself and I, because we're getting into a, an industry that's been around for about a decade or more where younger people have grown up with t the technology sure. so it was quicker for them to learn or they've used the technology as they've been growing where i personally am learning quite a lot and those fields that i had hired people to work with me i'm now taking on to myself so i ache learn more about what i'm doing and in the future when i hire people again i'm going to know more about what it is i'm looking for and i'm also going to know what they're talking about when yeah. they say this, that, and the other. The podcast name? Is Red Divide. Red Divide. And uh, are you launching that just on YouTube? Is it YouTube visual? Is it audio only? It's going to be YouTube visual. Yeah. Um, and it'll be on, on Instagram, um, Twitter, TikTok, etc. Um, it's about the oldest, one of the oldest rivalries in, in English football. It's Manchester United and, and Liverpool. And those two clubs absolutely ate each other um and it's 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 a lot of banter it's a lot of back and forth just a light-hearted discussion between him and i on our two clubs and um where they're going how they how they're faring um and a lot of i wouldn't say a lot but a fair amount of, of insults too between the two of us and 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 where the two clubs uh will hopefully end up this season and for seasons to come so it's not just sports and it's not just football but it's specifically these two clubs, past and present, of what they've been doing and are going through. Correct. And there's only one thing that we do not see eye to eye on. And, and that's it's, the footy. It's, that's the footy. And, yeah, so we've had huge days, you know, big watch parties, all our friends and, and, and family 
and especially on, on those days and it's yeah it's hectic yeah it's, it's pretty good yeah. and i mean we'll also talk about the other rivals um in in the league and yeah it's it's something to do for fun something on the side and and we'll see how it all unfolds side hustles are important Correct. it's a it's an arena in which you can become successful and uh solely do it but it is an arena in which it takes a lot of time, time and effort yeah. knowing that the hard work will pay off because if you stay consistent with it and if you learn all of the different aspects, the filming, the editing, the social media posting, um, it'll, it'll work out for you. It's yeah. been said many times before obsession will, will beat talent anytime. And if you're willing, the thing is, is you have to be willing to be obsessed with any, yeah. any endeavor that you do that you have a vision and a passion for that other people don't, they're not going to understand why you're doing it. They're not going to understand why you uh, might become a recluse because you need to focus on the time needed to put into becoming sure. whatever. Uh, you won't have support from people until there's something to support. It's something you have to be comfortable with. You have to be comfortable with people saying shit about you. You have to be comfortable with being alone, even though you have a fellow host uh you have to be comfortable <clears throat> having people bet against you mm. and you have to have the mindset of being okay with that yeah. doing those long hours where there are nobody patting you on the back and nobody reaching out to you saying job well done you know that that's gonna be there you, you'll have a day one you'll have some day ones that like get it um <laughs> We laugh about this because my boy TJ, like, he knows he gets mentioned in every fucking episode. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how many episodes he wasn't mentioned in because I do talk about it every time. But the reason why is because he's my day one. He has watched every single episode of every single thing I've done. And he doesn't just do this for me. Sure. This is the way he is with all of the people in his life. He supports all of his friends on no matter what it is they're doing because he sees no harm in doing that. That is what you hold on to when you notice that you only have 50 followers but you're like i don't get it that one video i put up got 2,000 views why do i only have 50 followers well that's just the way it fucking works yeah. that's just the way it is but if you have one or two of those people which i feel like you you will have because you have a small group of people that you know you can count on uh hold on to that while you're doing all the, the work whatever the question is whatever the answer is if you have that everything in the middle is not needed and that just comes in time, mm. like understanding what that means. And when you go into editing, it's knowing what parts to pull out. Because at the beginning, I believe shorter is better. Mm, 45 minutes, I want to say, is a good happy area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything you do with regards to sports and travel for sports, you got to document. Sure. Two days ago, the world beat me. Like, I mean, beat me up fucking good. There was multiple different things that kept happening that I was just like. The day to forget. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? What the fuck is going on today? And, and at the end of the day, I went, I went to bed early. I was in bed at 7 p.m. I'm like, I need to wash this day away. This is retarded. I couldn't handle my reaction to my emotions because so many things were happening. And I went to bed and I still gave thanks and I still prayed and I do everything that I do in my daily routine. And the next morning, as soon as the alarm went off, I gave me no excuses. I got the fuck out of bed. And I said, I'm going to win. I'm going to fucking win. And I fucking killed it. I did so much in that one day that I was like, what, yesterday what? I remember having a few days of thinking, wow, this, this is not just 
bad day. It's been a bad week. I've got to, you know, put this to bed now and, and wake up the next day and be like, it's, I won't let that happen again. You know, I'm going to, everything's going to be positive. I'm going to try and get the best out of today and start a whole new pathway. So I look forward to the struggles because as you said earlier, the, the struggles, you know, help mold character and will help maybe mold the business model and, and how it all comes together. Uh, but if you have this vision and you feel that like this is the purpose you have in life, fucking go after it. Uh, that's the biggest message message I want to give people is whatever the fuck's in your heart, whatever's in your brain, if you can see it up sure, here, you can there's a it. reason yeah, for yeah. it. You know, like like that's in there because that's a possibility. Go get it. Go get it, but you gotta work. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you clearly have a good work ethic, obviously. It seems like whatever job you take on, you're gonna excel at because you understand what responsibility is. Yeah. You understand that uh, you know the job is needed to take care of how home household, family, whatever it is. Every single human being is dealing with shit. Correct. That's it. We all have stress, anxiety, depression, whatever it might be. Knowing that everyone else has it as well, I think is is good because then you will hopefully treat people nicer because those of us who are the nicest usually are going through the toughest because we don't want someone else to have to deal with the way we feel. And I think having that compassion for other people will go a long way as well. It speaks volumes the way you hold yourself and discuss things uh, when it comes to trust and everything. As do I, as do myself, have a small group of people that I associate with. I don't have a hundred friends. I don't want a hundred friends. friends yeah. um, I like the three or four that I have that I see daily, the four or five extra that on occasion when they're in town I get to hang out with. Those that I know you hang out with on a regular basis are wonderful human beings. They bring uh, lightheartedness and positive energy more than most people I know. And I'm speaking about Ronaldo and Kyle. Sure. Hopefully you're still friends with them. I don't know. Yeah, very, very close, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, they are just two wonderful human beings that uh, regardless of how uh, detached I may have become from the group of friends that I was once with, you know, when we all first met 10 years ago, they've proven time and time again that I can call them on a whim and, and they'd be there. They would do whatever it takes. And sharing the fact that having a small group of friends, I think, is very important to people. We didn't always have that, mm. right? I, I grew up. Every two years changing schools, I was the new kid. I got beat up. Uh, didn't really ever find my my tribe, if you, if you may. Yeah, it's important uh, you, uh, for us men to have other men that we can lean on and correct. talk to. You know, yeah, that's yeah. A, another topic I like to discuss every now and again on the show is the importance of, as a man, being able to talk to people that are close to you and not worrying about being judged when divulging certain information. There was a story a reel whatever out there not too long ago of, of a certain fighter uh, he had just won a match and, and unfortunately he had lost a friend a couple of days before he had, had committed suicide and he he said he talked about the stigma that men have about not being able to talk where like women can just talk about their feelings and it's not a big deal and there's some men that'll watch this and be like oh fucking drink a cup of cement and harden the fuck up you pussy uh, whatever everyone's got their own thing this particular gentleman was like, you know, I'm, I'm, the quote was, I'd much rather have had my friend cry on my shoulder than for me to have to hold him up on my shoulder at his funeral. Like, that was like, for, not yeah, the exact that quote, deeper. but yeah. that fucking hit me hard, right? Like, I cried when I, like, I was watching this story or TikTok or whatever it was. It's, 
nice to talk with other men that are okay with talking about this sort of thing. Yeah, you need someone that you can, if you go into hardships, whatever it is, whether it's divorce or just work issues or life in general, mm-hmm. you need to have another guy that sort of understands your situation and knows you pretty well. Mm-hmm. That can you can then you know you f- you'll feel comfortable to be able to open up and say, hey, dude, man, I'm struggling at work. This that I might get fired or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. um, or I'm struggling at home. Me and the missus, or you know, we, we're talking about divorce or whatever it may be. You need to have close friends that you can open up with, have a chat, and maybe they can help guide you. Um, or you just need to get it off your chest. Be like, okay, cool. Let's go and let's go back and shoot some things. Now we're done. Yeah. Line up those targets. Let's shoot yeah. some guns. But I'm done. You know what I mean? But you need to have that little break of okay, this is what's going on. This is what's bothering me. And then you get back to life. Even if it is just to have that guy listen. Correct. It's important. And knowing as the individual who's being talked to sometimes, um, sometimes you are talking to an individual not because you want advice. You just need someone to listen. And you have to remember that when they're talking, it might be the same thing. I'm a couple of years back was going through some stuff and he called me up and said, hey, can you meet me for lunch? Thousand percent, dude. Like fucking don't have to ask me twice. Boom. And he opened up to me that day and told me what was going on in his life and whatever. And I, di- I didn't have to give advice. I just... Needed to, and, and I got it. I understand. And he got out of his funk, no problem. But the fact that he, the fact that he chose to talk to another man about what was going on inside his head, and I do it all the time with him. Um, you know, I got a couple guys on this compound that I have no problem sharing what's going it, on. When the things are embarrassing in your life, or if you're going through a divorce, that's again, that's something that one could look at as a failure because something's not working out. And bringing that conversation up to another man, you're being very vulnerable. And, and unless they are a very close group of people, you wouldn't feel comfortable talking to them about it. Yeah. And without a doubt, it's, to me, it's one of the most important things in my life. Like my family's in another country. I can call them whenever I want, but mm-hmm. they're not going to understand totally what I'm going through because they're not going through what I'm, you know, my environment. Yeah. But talking to those people that are that know you, like you said, those who know you the most, yeah, they're, they're gonna, like your family, yeah. and they're going to know you want to talk about something before you actually talk about it. Correct. They'll see you down. They'll see you not yourself. What's up, Brad? What's, yeah. what's going on? That that's a thing I've been doing lately. When I run into somebody, even if it's a stranger, I did this the other day at the store. I come in. I'm going to buy something. I'm like, how you doing? They're like, oh, I'm good, thanks. I'm like, no, no. How are you doing today? And they they stop like, oh wow. No one's asked me that. I was like, yeah, I'm a stranger, but how are you doing? It goes so so far. Sure. It changes people. And with your friends, I think it's super important. You know, I'm very grateful that I have my guys, and I know you're grateful that you have your guys. And we're in a time in, a time in the world where I think it's totally fine for more men to say, listen, I can be vulnerable with my friends because I need to sometimes. Yeah, for sure. You, like you said, you need your tribe. You need the guys you know you can go to war with. Because um, not just from a physical aspect, but as you say, from a mental aspect, it's, especially nowadays, um, I don't know what, what's going on, but people don't seem to be able to deal with most things in life these days as they were before. Maybe they just still shut it down, or maybe it's diet has led to that. Maybe it's technology. Maybe it's a whole lot of things that are changing in the world that, people affected differently than I think they, they used to many, many years ago. But yeah, you need a tight in the crew, without a doubt. What, what I'm, I'm keen on this topic. Um, 
because the way the world is going right now is rapidly different than when we grew up rapidly different than the way our parents grew up there's so much technology ai is now a thing uh it's very it's there it's happening um and the way we've seen the world is changing because there's a lot more verbal people out there and a lot more visible uh ways to see the truth or the not truth that we've been dealt being a a man in today's world mm-hmm. is tricky you there's all this talk about being too masculine or not masculine enough correct or not masculine enough you have these two different extremes and you're like well where where do you want the guy the man to fit in because mm-hmm. um, if somebody kicks down your door and tries to rob you you're going to want him to be as manly as he can ever be you want him mm-hmm. to be a lion yeah absolutely but if the total opposite if you now want to talk about your feelings and and let's say you, the wife talking about your feelings, you're going to want him to be as open to you, correct? And, possible, yeah. and I'm like, you know, that's <laughs> it's, it's a very yeah, want? exactly. Um, and and I think men in general struggle with that. I, I I think from what I saw the other day, testosterone is low, big mm-hmm. time. It's the lowest I think it's been. I think maybe since they've been recording them. Right now, it is very tough. Um, the way I look at life for me, and I bring it back to this that I mentioned before, it's the zero fucks giving. I have learned how to work on a car because I have a 1987 F-150 that that breaks down (laughs) constantly. So I've become, well, she does. I've become more masculine because I know how to work on a car now. Um, I can forage for my own food, but I'm okay also with, having a conversation with another man in front of a large audience about my vulnerability. Sure. So I know, I know for myself where the happy medium is because I, I continuously celebrate zero fucks giving. The unfortunate thing is the platform in which we live in, which is called earth and all that it comes with it, with being judged and brainwashed or informed by different media outlets on how to be and how to live it's been a more dwelling situation, I think, in the past five to ten years. Where do we go from here? The world's upside down right now. That's for sure. And it is, we are currently living in a future that we only saw on TV 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And where it's going to go in the next 15 to 20 is scary as all fuck. It's welcoming. I'm, I'm excited for yeah, it because yeah. I want to see what's going to happen. But these mental and physical problems that we're discussing, I think, are going to be more prevalent. There's going to be more people talking about them. And I think that uh, people like yourself and I need to keep talking about what we talk about on large platforms to help those who are out there watching sure. and listening. I think that's a that's a big thing. I think that's for me at least. That's what I'm doing this for is to help others to become successful, not just in whatever their their passion and their vision is, but to become successful in life. You know, it's a long road, man. It is a long, difficult, winding up and down fucking roller coaster that will throw you adversity and sunshine all at the same time, and and sometimes not. Sometimes you're just a day or two, like you said, a week. Sometimes of pure shit coming at you, and then rise above it you gotta be able to adapt yes adaptation is very important absolutely we we've touched on 
various conversations here. <laughs> um, right off the bat, getting really heavy into uh, your childhood and the uh, the adversity that you had dealt with. Uh, some up up talk about uh, the new podcast that you're going to be launching soon, or is launched because this is being aired much later than we're talking. The Red Divide. The Red Divide. Uh, Mark, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you. Um, very enjoyable conversation. Uh, it's kind of funny because I, I recorded another episode earlier. Uh, sorry, I recorded an episode earlier, which is only audio because the camera fucked up. <laughs> so I don't have the visual, but we're redoing it. But awesome. him and I and you and I kind of had the same tone of voice during the whole thing, which just made it seem to be so calm and comfortable and easy to talk. So, so I enjoyed that very much. So thank you. You're going to come on again. There's no question about it because this is a short podcast. We're going to want to do more episodes so we have more to talk about. When we do, we'll talk more about the new podcast that will be up and running by then. Uh, All of Mark's uh, social uh, information is just down below here. Uh, So if you want to listen to the Red Divide, uh, you can contact uh, that podcast through the link below and uh instagram TikTok, all of the red divide will be down below Correct. for our viewership yeah. to see uh if you're supporting us here at the life choices podcast swing on by and support mark and his cousin at the red divide even if you don't like soccer go on by and watch watch the watch or listen to some of the funny uh situations that they're they're making fun of each other because they're go. family yeah yeah uh and just help support other podcasts because we're here to give you guys information and entertainment at the same time uh, I do want to thank all of my lifers, everyone that's been here since day one, all my new subscribers as well. I cannot continue doing this without your support and your love. So thank you so much for, for coming by every week here, Tuesday at 2 p.m. to watch the Life Choices podcast. Of course, all of our information is just down below here. If you want to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, uh, we have Facebook as well. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the show, please uh, reach out to us through our email, which is down below. Uh, leave a comment, leave a like, share, do all the fun stuff for us. Hit the bell so you can be notified when the next episode's coming out, even though you know it's every Tuesday at 2. We'll see you next week here on the Life Choices Podcast. Much love, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now about the journey. Life Choices Podcast.